0: Welcome everybody, Good Life Housing Partners, episode 69, sitting here in the Good Life HQ, all back together after a week of travel in Dallas, Fort Worth. It is Friday, so we're a little late this week, January 14th, 2022, episode 69, my friend. And if we were a funnier podcast, we might make light of the number, but it's just 69 for us. And so David Fong, after a week of travel, Seeing you in your element out there in Dallas-Fort Worth, your future investment home, whatever that means, and watching you just just take over the Metroplex, driving from end-to-end, <laughs> side-to-side, north and south, covering it's a lot of a ground lot, out there, a lot of miles, a lot of miles out trip. there, you know, putting it to the rental car. Uh, how are you, my friend, this Friday I, I, after travel? I am
1: very well. I'm actually uh, happy to be back, actually, because uh, when I first got to te- Texas to Dallas last week, it was in the got off the plane it was in the 40s and so it's a bit yes, of a cold a nice shock little text a little gave me, little wake wake bring you bring up your, a little bring bit your warm yeah and bring I, your warm yes, weather I, I texted you to remind you bring your warm weather um and then came back last night and today i think we're in the 70s here downtown yes so, so yes, it it's a it's, uh, day nice to be back in in california so um you know it's yeah, until you get that tax bill yes it's and nice. so uh we did uh I f- yeah, I forgot, the, we're a little late. I would have reported this early in the week. But last week, uh, right, yeah. one of the big news was Fluorona. <laughs> Fluorona, yes. Flurona, yes. The first Fluorona hit yes, LA the, County. The next, the next variant, Fluorona. The, the combination Flurona. of uh, flu and someone with, uh,
0: with the, the corona crone.
1: was tested in West LA here. And, and so uh, uh, that happened last week.
0: Well, I thought one of the funnier things that happened was when we were talking to one of our, one of the people that, that actually runs a management company, and he was talking about like how he might have the virus and you could just like tell by the way he was talking and his coughing and like the way he was like telling you how he's, you're like yeah you got it dude. And the next morning he was like yep I got it. Yeah, yeah And he so, kept insisting, just to finish that
1: story out, he kept insisting that he only had the flu. Yeah. And so we were originally going to meet him the next morning and so he kept you know asking me to we were at a restaurant and I, I said why don't you uh, take a home test or something, yeah. let's see how tomorrow morning yeah, you yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. And sure enough, the next morning when I called him, he was like coughing even more, and he said he wasn't feeling that, well. He said, "Hey, yeah, yeah, I think I better take that rain check. It's probably you know what's funny, and <laughs> I guess maybe this is
0: funny for me, but I've like spotted like three, four of these in the last few weeks. Like beyond oh, that, him, that, that they're then headaches. I'm I'm just like, yeah, dude, you definitely you have it. Like, and I and you go through like these few like little you know, uh, basically checklist, (laughs) sort of checklist items. They're like, Oh, you got a fever. Oh, your, your body aches a little bit. Oh, okay. You have a little cough, but it's not reproductive. And I've gone through this three, four times people. And then like, yes, they definitely have the coronavirus. (laughs) So it's like getting much easier to spot this thing, at least for some of us.
1: So unfortunately, um, uh, we, you know, we
0: we didn't catch it. Um, well, I'll know when you catch it. You know, I'm gonna yeah, go through yeah, my yeah, checklist I'll, I'll with do, you. I'll do my. Che- you, I'll do my tests. I should, test be, in a few should be your first. I, I did get. I, I did should get first finally, call. while
1: I was away, I had ordered a whole bunch of the home tests because good, good. the supply was out everywhere. I can't can't seem to find them. You gotta go to Amazon, Amazon these days. Amazon came through, and I got my packages. Amazon so always comes now I'm through. Now fully stocked. Um, but uh, visiting Dallas, actually, you know, traveling on on, on planes. Um, new phenomenon i heard um, premium economy demand is on the rise what they call the new middle class seats Mm. and so i don't think they had that on our on our flight
0: so the middle class is shrinking in this country but the middle class seats is growing the demand is is growing growing
1: so just Uh, i'll tell you why though there's less people doing first yeah
0: that's why because Mm -hmm. it's less people doing first class and it's also some economy people with a little bit extra, you know, punch in that wallet. Yeah. That's what's happening it's, there. Ex- exactly, <laughs> and
1: and and I guess business travel is still not back to normal. So so no. where you a lot of times people are just booking flights last minute, and it would cost a lot anyway. They say, oh, what the hell, put them in first. Or this or oh, is I know somebody business. did that. And hmm. so, uh, but you know, and just just some statistics. Pre-COVID, corporate flyers made up fifteen percent of passengers only. But forty percent of revenues, mm. so so it was, it's it is very important revenue um, for the airlines. And now because of COVID and, and that's gone down, they found that um, they can make up some of this revenue with the premium economy to, uh, seats. And so that demand has risen. And as you mentioned, you know a lot of people now doing more of those sort of business cations that we talked about. So so <laughs> while they're flying out, they they pay a few extra bucks. They'll say, so you know, give me a little, a little better seat. seat. Yeah. A so extra the question service. is, this is now permanent. You know, change and and the airlines, of course, are adjusting to, uh, you know, to have these other seats and having less of the first class seats. Um, Although I did, interesting enough, um, fly first on the way back. Yes. This Chip. And, you know, the way on my way out. Glad to have you up there. Glad to have you up there. And they had the meal. (laughs) You have to think about getting a meal this time and bringing a sandwich on the plane. um, On the way out to Dallas, it was more of a just a kind of two seat. Business class type seat, but what I was really surprised was on my way back from Dallas to LA last night. It was a real first class seat, almost like 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 the flagship, almost like the international trunk, because you're in the little pod, which. From a COVID safety standpoint, I felt really nice because I'm yeah. just in my little it's bubble. It's a lie-flat. You can lie you can, it down. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can completely lie-flat yes. and you have the extra
0: yes. First, leg room. Yes, that's the lie-flat seat. That's, yeah. that's what that is The only is right the yeah. thing that and was... They a have, let me just give you okay. a little... Okay. Just um, for, for future oh, reference Okay, give me the details? Yeah, they they have, have two or three, three of those out. flights per day out of LAX. Ah. So oh, not out of Burbank. so Not good for me, but they've got a few. You could just look it up. You can see exactly. And usually, they get pretty full because there's... You know, these these uh, aviation fans that like to do the, <laughs> a, the live flat. They like oh, to I lie down it. on that airplane.
1: Ah, okay, okay. The only thing that was a little odd about it was because it was live flat, the, the way at least because it was, it was one seat, then two seats together, and then another seat. And so the, and I had a one-seater. Uh, the seat is actually not... You're not sitting actually facing forward. You're sitting actually at a yeah, forty five degree rear, angle yeah. to the window. So when it was kinda taxing, it was a little odd. I felt a little <laughs> disoriented. Really? At times. But Never it was had that but experience. but it was but it was nice and like I said, I could have used your guide and figure out where all the buttons were yeah. to do all the yeah, time It's little a things. lot of stuff. You, and you'll so be kept, fine. So I kept you'll of course I kept who with no shame kept pressing my button for the assistance and <laughs> calling the uh oh, turning wow. over and saying, Hey, uh where's the little button for this? <laughs> for a second I wanted to be on
0: that flight with you and I just realized that i am so glad I didn't wasn't on that flight. Well, wow. uh, but anyway, but those <laughs> seats are,
1: are are being less and less and now we're heading into the middle class seats premium economy. And I think Kinda uh sounds. I think it'll continue. I think uh, I, don't I don't know start. if you think it'll continue with you know, as as you know, because as more and more keep, you know, business travels down and this return to office keeps getting pushed back. So I don't know if all those, uh, that big crowd of uh, corporate first class uh, flyers will come back fully. But yeah, the airlines need to make money somehow. So, the, so this is good for them. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I'm much partial to that seat than the other seat. No, it um, was a good seat. It was I, a good I enjoyed scene. myself. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a nice seat. Yeah, good service. <laughs> yeah, they bring you a bunch of stuff. Yes, yes.
1: Got to watch a good movie. Yeah. um Labor Department last week had two big news from the labor department uh, last last week uh, the u s Labor Department reported that the economy added a seasonally adjusted one hundred and ninety nine thousand jobs last month uh, for the month of December, which was well short of what all the economists had predicted to be about, about more than double that They thought it was going to be four hundred and twenty two thousand jobs um, that would be adjusted so it's it's you know people are wondering does that mean the economy's stalling what's really happening unemployment rate uh fell from 4.2% to 3.9% which is good news um but you know but there is some flaws in the in in, the, in that report i guess you know uh you know in some ways it's old news is still the same news which is that we're improving there are jobs being being um created but um this still didn't factor in at that point when, when these tests and surveys are measured. It was still before. It was just when Omicron was beginning. So they don't know where the numbers will, will move after, you know, now, now the next report will have the impact of Omicron, at least Omicron. on the Northeast. So the other big news with the Labor Department, uh, I guess is even more bigger news, was inflation yes the inflation now is is uh clearly not just simply transitory as chairman powell well past the transitory. well past the transitory it um inflation hit its highest fastest pace in nearly four decades in december december cpi was up seven percent uh year over year uh and it's again it's the highest um since um 40 years ago uh november was up 6.8 percent year over year from the prior november and so it's been the third straight month in Rome, which inflation exceeded 6%. And so a lot of this, as we've talked about before, You know, prices of used cars and trucks, as example, grew, uh, soared 37.3% in December from a year earlier. So pretty pretty big uh, price increases. Another example, living room, kitchen, and dining, and rental furniture also jumped 17.3% from a year ago. So those prices are, are moving up. It's interesting, so, so now people start a little bit of panic. Uh, on the stock market, but then it kind of fixed, corrected itself the next day. But it, it, you know, I started reading these articles and I forgot about historically, when we last had big inflation in the 80s, I guess the, uh, they called it the, you know, the Fed chairman at the time, Volcker, yeah. uh, you know, to combat the inflation, he, he just aggressively went to, uh, he wanted to crush inflation, as he said, and, and, and what he did, he raised rates and it led to a recession. And so the question is, you know, uh, you know hopefully the Fed is b- being more thoughtful. Um, but at its peak in 1981, I didn't forgot about this, you know, uh, interest rates were at 19%. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I well, we lie
0: not but I hear about that all the time from the older generations.
1: Yeah. So.
0: <coughs> but I'll, I'll tell you one thing on inflation. Like if I if I ask this room, like, is inflation preventing them from doing anything? And I would say the answer is no. Nobody in this room is not doing something because they're like, "Oh, that gas is too expensive." Oh, the milk is too much. Nobody, or I can't go out to eat. Nobody's not doing. Nobody's doing that yet. See, in, back in the '80s, that you talking about? Like, they would be like lines of people trying to get gas, yeah. or milk would be like six dollars or whatever. Like that craziness was happening. Yeah. Well, we didn't that, have
1: high we,
0: price. So, so we, yeah, we are on certain things.
1: Yeah,
0: and so but what? What it is is. That the inflation is definitely gone up but isn't it it's not stopping people from doing whatever they want to or need to do yeah that that's really where like the the, the, the shift starts happening yeah. and the other side of it is just to let me finish is that the other part of this is that there's a whole portion of the economy that isn't really moving that quickly yet and that's like service uh, hospitality right so when that starts really coming back more dollars will start flowing away from things back into those spaces. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we, we, we talked about in previous spots. That's just a resource thing. That's just like, can you afford to go to Cancun? Can you afford to go to Monterey? Can you afford to go to San Diego? If you can, you can, you'll go. The inflation isn't going to stop you from going because like it's not like flight prices have just jumped yeah well it hasn't right? jumped to that level no, yet. Nothing, has jumped. Nothing, has jumped. nothing has jumped nothing has jumped in fact flight pricing is actually still low yeah well hotel pricing is still low
1: well in comparison that that seven percent number to put in context in the 80s the inflation peaked at 14.8 percent so double right double where we are but so but i could also imagine a universe where you know if our prices were double what they are now then then you know obviously then it people's confidence the economy all these things you know unless your wages are keeping up with it you're you're gonna start to right now starts. wages are on the on the, on the segment
0: of the economy yeah. where the where inflation actually is affecting people wages are keeping up wages are definitely keeping up yeah. so uh and you know, the other side of it too is that like because we have so much wider choicing today like you have so many wider choices of what you want like yes if you want to go get You know an organic meal and make it at home by yourself that's probably gonna cost you 50 to 100 dollars if you just want to buy the organic meal from like tender greens that's 15 bucks true so so but that choice didn't exist in 1980 it was just like you can buy like a chicken or you can buy you know eight thighs and go kick them yourself and they're about this you know
1: the, the one area where inflation does have an impact is which is is rising although not as not as, uh, as quickly as quickly is rents rents are rising. Oh yeah, and so and the thing about that you have to be careful about is if as rents rise, rent when rents rise, they stay longer. Risen too, of course. And and the challenge there is it's like when salaries rise, is, rise yeah, they salary, stay, rise they're too. sticky. But 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 it but I, I guess the other thing we've talked about personal savings being you know all the personal savings that was accumulated during the during yes. this COVID era and also about all the stimulus and stuff but personal savings too them know, as a as a percentage share of disposable income you know increased you know during covid but now it's back down to normal normal levels um, or it's getting closer to normal levels so 9.4% versus 8% before the pandemic and so the question is if your rents keep going and stuff longer you know people you know this, this these are the kinds of shocks that have led to some recessions where people start worrying about the economy more
0: Wait, so you're saying that because
1: because when prices become too high people you know it's consumer confidence right people don't spend it if if your gas price and yeah, the other I, thing too about the about the, the 80s was, was you had an oil crisis then yeah in Iran, and so that's because that's back when carter was president no i hear what you're saying. i think this
0: out so if you back then you had this crisis this perceived crisis and then this led to inflation because basically inflation. fear,
1: and a lot you know, yeah, I know. I know. A lot of I, I spent Tuesday with you. I understand fear a lot better. The <laughs> emotional, there's of uh, context. But the but
0: economy. what I'm saying is like you had you had this you had this perceived oil crisis, mm-hmm. which led to inflation, which led to Volcker spiking in yeah, rates, yeah. right? Because
1: he wanted to be firm and he was trying to show them show, show, show who's that.
0: boss. I'm, yeah, show them.
1: Whereas Powell seems to be Powell telegraphing his move. Yeah, he's, 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 he's just communicating. Yeah, and he's clearly going to raise rates. He's indicated. Yeah, yeah, he
0: needs to raise rates. There's no problem there but like what what this thing of when what, the what interesting thing you're saying is the rents rising or like just this consumer confidence could get shot after of well, prices well the incomes don't rise if the incomes Yeah, incomes, but incomes are rise. rising super no, quick.
1: but but not as that that's where if the if the if the inflation and prices and things keep rising and your rents keep rising mm-hmm. but your your salary at some point doesn't necessarily always pick up and it's also different segments of of, of salary workers cuz you've at the lower now we've got high salaries for the service industry, somebody's lower industry because yeah. they have a hiring problem. But if those, it like, what happens if it's sort of the lower end jobs, not the corporate jobs, let's say the big high-paying tech jobs or whatever, mm-hmm. th- those salaries obviously will, will, will rise and they they will yeah. be fine. But if you're at sort of at the lower economic scale, scale, then rents start to become challenging for you, right? You you really start to So what, to have so, an what so, so,
0: so what so what i what I think is interesting is what you're you're getting to a good point. But I I think what happens for those lower Mm-hmm. salary earners, mm-hmm. if their if their salaries start to stagnate or start to, like they basically stop rising, which mm-hmm. is going to happen. Yeah. Okay. That if, and specifically when it goes back to rents, I think what ends up happening, what I've seen historically is that that guy that's living in like a one bedroom that's a little fancier mm-hmm. or a two bedroom that's a little fancier starts to regress back to what was he used to live in. Well,
1: no, that's what I was going to say. When, or, or when, happen, that or when
0: real yeah. recession, what happens is that guy that's living in the one bedroom and in a nice one bedroom penthouse or wherever, he starts going and living with other roommates yeah. or with yeah. his family. That's what happens in research. That's what we saw in 2009 and 10 that suddenly that households started, not that they, they did start shrinking, there was less formation, but they also started shrinking in the sense that there was just less of them because they just started all living together. It's natural. That's what happens. But I see, I don't think that, that but then that guy is not like, yeah, he's probably more calculated. He's still renting. With, he's yeah, still but renting. his his consumer confidence probably shot a little bit because he's like, I used to live in you know one bedroom in like you know uptown, and now I'm living in my in my mother's basement like in, in in the suburbs or whatever. So he's still feeling like he's okay, but he's a little more cautious. Mm-hmm. That's what we saw in 10, nine, ten, eleven. That, that it was like, oh, things could get worse. Yeah, yeah. But I guess the
1: question then is if you know you know, if you own one of those apartments that could get hit by this and you lose tenants. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's if you're on the so upper end. So, so if you're on the upper end.
0: So, but if you're in the lower end, it's like, you're either just going back and living with grandma or something or, yeah, you, yeah. or you're just, or you're, room, you're getting roommates and you're just mm. making this roommate thing work because mm. you can't live it on your own anymore. That's what we see. But yeah, if you're in the upper end and you're delivering brand new product somewhere and you're trying to cater to like, you know, Raytheon's batch of new employees, whatever your deal is, that could get tough if like there's if there's real consumer confidence loss that's interesting though yeah so i guess related
1: to the by the way just a couple more statistics so according to apartment list latest report apartment rents uh, for the full year now now that we're we're clearly in january apartment rents nationally uh, grew 17.8 percent in
0: 2021 so we we actually looked at this um yesterday and in pretty like specific detail and so like every market every major market is up like 10 percent like every yeah. market is up 10 percent what's really interesting is there are certain markets that are way up like las vegas actually is up like almost 25 percent arizona is up like 23 percent.
1: yeah well actually according to the list I'll, I'll give you some of the i got a couple of cities numbers i thought it was interesting um they actually had new york city median rent increasing in 2021 yeah
0: but that's from 2020
1: yeah yeah by, by 32.8%. Yeah. But that number is... T- T- Tampa, Tampa, that one I got. is has got Tampa, another one, 32.6. St. Petersburg, Florida, another 31. Scottsdale, Arizona, 31. Irvine, 30%. Orlando, Florida, 30%. Uh, Phoenix, uh, 29%, uh, to, to your comment. And then Las Vegas, North Las Vegas, actually even 28%. Yeah. So, um, so definitely... But a- that's Texas year over some, year, right?
0: Yeah, year yeah. over
1: year, correct. So like some it of those markets broke. sank. Yeah,
0: a few of them sank, and then a few but of them. But not
1: But 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 some of these like uh, the Arizona oh. ones and these oh, floors yeah, that have jump. been growing have <laughs> have continued to grow. Oh, they're huge numbers. Yeah. So
0: those, those are those are some really big numbers.
1: And then from the demand side, RealPage did a report on apartment demand for uh, apartment demand for at least market rate rental uh, apartments, not uh, affordable low income product. In twenty twenty one was the uh, close of the year with the highest levels on record in more than three decades. The net demand for for market rate apartments totaled about six hundred seventy three thousand units, more than the previous high, which was in two thousand. Was only uh, it beat it by sixty six percent more since then. Um, Last year we built three hundred sixty thousand apartment units. So we always talk about the crazy numbers that uh, a few million (laughs) in China. So so there there's there's that was the interesting number. is small. Uh, and then... 366,000? Uh, yeah. Next year, we're projected to do about another 400,000 units. They're scheduled for... Th- not this year, next year. We are next year. In you know what's same.
0: interesting about the, the 2021 delivery mm-hmm. and 2022 is that if you look at 21, that that number probably was going to be closer to 300 than the 360 ended up at. Yeah. But because of COVID stop, COVID delay, COVID shortage of supply... Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. A lot of twenty twenty deliveries got pushed into twenty one, and you're seeing that again. That some of these twenty one deliveries are now getting pushed into twenty two. So the twenty two number is actually going to be better than what it pre- Like if you look back from like nineteen or twenty, yeah. it wouldn't have been that many.
1: Well, they think. Well, well right now there's uh, six hundred eighty two thousand units on the construction. Under construction. Under yeah. construction, yeah. and they anticipate. Uh, uh, Four hundred twenty-six thousand of those will be delivered. Will yeah. be delivered next in, this year. I, mean, I just keep saying next year. In twenty twenty-two, 2022, yeah. yes.
0: Yeah, no, but a lot of that is slack from previous years. Now, like yes. a lot of this is, is slack that's being delivered late, and some of that slack is now going to get pushed into twenty three and twenty. Yeah. So you're going to see like this ongoing few years of delivery. But slack. but the
1: demand is still there. Oh, demand the is still demand, there. No, demand no, is still the climbing. climbing in the, I mean, in nothing but demand. demand. It's just a slack on delivery. And and the uh, real page report also confirmed what we've talked about before and we've observed in our assets, you know, where is this demand located? And most of it is in the Sun Belt, Mountain yeah. Desert regions. And and DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth metro area in itself, uh, constituted 7.4% of all this demand.
0: Yeah, so uh, 7.4%. Of yeah. The yeah, so the yeah, roughly 20, 25,000 units. So yeah. Um, so what's, what's interesting now is that, like, you're starting to see, especially when you start look at apartment deliveries and, and rent increases, that there, it's becoming extremely easy to see where that's really going up and where it's really not going up. And it's basically like any state that's tax-free and has very low, like, restrictions on freedom is, like, going way up, like, going crazy up. And any state that's restrictive and has, like, really high state tax is, like, eh, not yeah. really moving Well,
1: much. it's really – it's the – According to report, the really? report, it's it's uh, areas where it's economic job growth. Yes, like, well that's where areas. the jobs are going. Jobs are <laughs> going, and and immigration where there's yeah. a lot of immigration growth, which are these cities that we always talk yeah. about.
0: Well, they're because they're just they're like, why am I going to build a new HQ in a city where people can't afford housing, and now they're tax higher, so their net net take home is less and. Sucks! Sucks! Sucks!
1: Yeah, and we even talked about it on our trip. About a uh, you, you mentioned, you, I was surprised. I didn't realize Goldman Sachs was Goldman coming coming to, to Dallas, and then yes, actually gave you a lot of confidence. The, you, uh, you, you really uh, had a pep yes, in your step yes. after that. And the uh, other thing that was, I didn't tell you Came after you we left. I Dinner? No, I had dinner <laughs> at, at uh, Harpers uh-huh. across the street from Arlington, uh-huh. and the, and the uh, waitress told me we were talking about construction in uh-huh. that area, an area uh-huh. called Deep Ellum, uh-huh. and uh, she indicated actually that that Uber. Headquarters was was coming because I thought someone had told us that they weren't coming.
0: No, they but they, they tapped brakes on it.
1: But she but she was telling me she talked to one of the developers that came in then eight because their is just down the street. And yeah. she was like last week, and she I've claimed she, tapping, she she, tapping she claimed that it. they they're still gonna uh, develop and they're still having Ubers, still having people coming. But
0: did she say that on the record? Uh, she
1: said that oh, on the record. All right. right.
0: Well, so then, then we gotta believe well, maybe her.
1: Maybe she said that so I could give her bigger tips. I don't
0: know. Yeah. So <laughs> 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 let me ask you this. This is interesting. So, Goldman Sachs, after I gave you that little <laughs> little widget of knowledge, gave you a lot of confidence. That, That's that, it. That, that, so, what's interesting about the Goldman thing is that it's, it's basically they're building a new campus. And what's super interesting is it's going to be like 8,000 of their professionals. And of the 8,000, there's like roughly 3,000 of those folks that all make $800,000 more. Now, if you make $800,000 in New York, which our lovely producer will soon find out, you have a decent lifestyle. But you're, you're still not like, you can do mostly whatever you want, but you can't do anything you want. Now, if you make $800,000 in Dallas, you can basically do whatever you want, <laughs> except, except the problem is going to be that while you want to do all this stuff, all that stuff that you could theoretically do in New York, a lot of it's in Dallas, but it's not all in Dallas. And then certain ways of living, like of, you know, of, service, of certain quality of housing, of certain private schools, of certain... Some of these things are Dallas, mm-hmm. but they're still Dallas. They're not New York, and so those folks are used to certain like lifestyle things that they're gonna get resemblances of in Dallas, but they're gonna be in Dallas, and that's gonna be True. the hard part. True. So it's okay if it was but like it could create business opportunities. It for could, and it, create, it will. Do, 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 it will create do, 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 some business opp- <laughs> some some, opportunities, some service opportunities. Yeah, it will create that stuff. <laughs> but it's one thing if you've got like. 30 of those people coming. Yeah. That's kind of like, eh, these 30 <laughs> rich people, where do you put them? It's sort of, another thing, you've got like 300 of them. Okay, they'll figure themselves out in the city. Some will go further out. Some will go further in. Some will get service apartments. They'll figure themselves out. It's another thing when you've got 3,000 of those people coming. Like, those people have like very distinct what they want in life stuff. And there's just not enough distinct what they want in life stuff in Dallas right now. That's like one of the challenges that's harder to understand. But, listen, they will be yeah. 3,001 yeah. when what you get down there. there. <laughs> so you, you, know, you know what's interesting, too, about that, by the way? You just maybe
1: remember. Oh. When I ate at the restaurant, one thing I noticed they charged me. They charged me a service fee.
0: Yes, they did, 3%. 3%. Yeah, it
1: was uh, very California I, I of them. Of course, huh? I, of course, I
0: asked them, what is this service fee? Oh, you asked them, what I a actually, dick actually, move. move. You just <laughs> asked <asking> them that, huh? <laughs> said, what in tarnation is this You're service like, fee, huh? I thought it was a gratuity.
1: And I said, "Did you like charge the <laughs> But it's three percent only." Wait, tell
0: me you subtracted that off the tip. That would be even better. <laughs> no, I did not. That was nice. I've and seen but, people do that. they like, but I guess they
1: they they didn't they don't want to raise prices. Yeah. And so, so because of all their higher costs with high yeah. hiring, they, they just it's very common in California. Tack on three percent fee, and I was just okay. thinking, I would have felt better because their prices were fairly high. Yeah, it's And, so I, and I just thought, oh, I would have just felt better if you just tacked it onto the prices. Like, why'd you do it?
0: Did you tell like, her that? I, it's kind of annoying. Did you did you tell this this uh, this? Yes, this, I did. Tell this, <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> tastemaker of Dallas. I did tell because
1: okay. I guess the restaurant, I guess, is part of this. Uh, uh, company that does these funky restaurants, it was yeah. called Milkshake Concepts. Or yeah,
0: whatever. they have a lot of the Dallas. Yeah, fancy so restaurants. she was saying,
1: I was like, oh, it's interesting interesting. You know, all your milkshake concepts, you do this fee instead of just hide it in the, in the, in the prices. I said, I, How busy was that the restaurant? 3% is not a lot. So no, it's nothing. Like, it's so like it's a dollar. Yes, yeah, so it's just put it in the price. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's like a dollar.
1: Was, instead of then annoying someone. <laughs> so wow. Well. Or annoying someone like myself.
0: Yeah, like you. Like <laughs> so, you. Well, how <laughs> busy was the restaurant?
1: It was not that busy. It was like yeah. half. So, so
0: here's quarter. what's interesting about that restaurant, and I was looking at it because I, I was there grabbing a snack while waiting for you the night before, and and I was realizing that like that restaurant, is pretty big, like it's not a small restaurant. It's a pretty. It's like probably six, seven, eight thousand square feet, and it's got it was a nice build out too. Well, it's, got oh, it's expensive, an expensive, expensive build out, and but what I was looking at, I love looking at these restaurants and how they can like function, but that restaurant, it, it's. It has a good group, so they'll probably be able to figure it out. But it's kind of like an end destination. There's not enough there for, like, people to, like, just, oh, let me walk down from my apartment and go eat at Harper's. Mm-hmm. Let me walk out of your, uh, the hotel we were staying at and go eat at Harper's. You have to kind of, like, be like, I want to go there. Yeah. And, like, as was, we had that nice Italian meal the night before, while that's an end destination for a lot of people, there's just still a lot of rooftops there yeah, yeah. that, like, people can go to. And that restaurant's, like like, maybe a third the size. And it was... Full. When we walked in, it was full. There was not a place to sit. Yeah. There was just our table. So, like, it tells me like that. Harpers is definitely waiting for like the Uber and Goldman crowd to show Shop? up because yeah. that might not be making it without yeah. them. That's true. That's, like, that's it's true. a very small crowd. That's true
1: because now. then you go across the street to that other. It, it's more younger people. Yeah, it's younger of people of that go
0: to bars and yeah, clubs. Yeah, they're not of, there for like you know. Yeah, not there for Harpers. Yeah, fancy. Yeah, you 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 know, like yeah, Burmese yeah tea salad deconstructed. Yeah, 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 now I understood what you were yeah. talking
1: about, actually, because you had mentioned that to our <laughs> Uber driver <laughs> what? I, th- about the Burmese salad. Oh, Because I saw it on the menu, and I thought, oh, this is what you were referring to. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't realize that. yeah, you wouldn't
0: have liked it. So, uh,
1: yes, I did not order it, actually. Yeah, so. you wouldn't have liked
0: it. It <laughs> wouldn't have been up your alley. So, yes, those are some interesting things of our Dallas trip. I think the, the other thing, like just on a business sense, that one thing we really saw a lot of is... And we've talked about this, I think, so you know, back in like the third quarter of last year. But this notion of trying to get to like cap rates that make historical sense is totally out the window right now because we're in an environment where the interest rates will go up a little bit. That there is a lot of growth happening at the property level on the rent side. I mean, we basically. Went through all sort of, you know, uh, every apartment deal and reshifted most pricing, whether it be renewals or new 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 pricing, we've do, we've done that in the last few weeks now, and because of those factors, that any cap rate you get today, by the time you close your deal, unless the manager is totally gone absent, it should be better than what you're buying into, and it, but it almost doesn't matter because as rents keep on growing, that person that rent roll that let's just say average like thousand dollars it could very easily be that that rent roll should be at like 1100 or 1200 average rent without really doing anything besides just saying the rent's now this and so it makes like calculate cap rate calculation it makes it just like this new era of confusion and complexity because you're like you really have to play your performer much stronger
1: yeah it, it makes you question how you underwrite Again, because the, the makes you question or cause, makes cause everyone the old, question. Well, <laughs> then you have to question if you if you're going to be if you're used to just you know having a set you know threshold and parameters like it's got to be X or no, then you have to really rethink how accurate is that projection
0: because really, I mean, you got to go beyond questioning. If you're questioning it, you're just not going to win anything. Yeah. You, you have to basically be out of the question. business. Well, no, business. that's the thing. So
1: if you want to do business, then you need to really uh, hone in. Hone in. And, and, really and you, you
0: actually like have it. to take a lot of... It, I mean, we're in this environment that actually, like, I, I, you know, we, we talk about a lot of acquisitions and, and things of that nature. But acquisitions is, like, really a, a game of, like, iron stomachs where you have to, like, really have confidence and conviction what you're buying. And I, I think, like... The last era of where, I, where you needed to have that confidence conviction was probably like 2011, 12, 13, just getting out of the recession. But that was because money was really scarce. And like actually saying, I'm convicted enough to go find a loan and all this was really challenging them. But the other side of it is, back then, there was no like, the risk was was actually not that crazy. Because you didn't have like money up, it was just your sweat. Mm-hmm. Today, the risk is actually like, before you buy something, we need you to put a half a million dollars down, hard. Day one, maybe even release the buyer. And so your iron stomach is going to have to be like way more iron right now because you have to believe that that inflation is going to continue, that rents are going to keep rising, and that you're convicted in all that stuff that you're ready to buy at cap rates that have never been this low yeah, before. They have historically, you're not used to buying that. So. Never. So definitely get your fiber in, folks, yeah. because you need an iron stomach these days.
1: Should we do a question?
0: Yes, we have a good question this week. From uh, This is, uh, do resident life activities improve, improve renewal rate at properties? And this is from a Johnson in Sioux Falls. Just Johnson.
1: Yeah, um, yeah I know Johnson in Taiwan. but <laughs> Yes, so this is Johnson <laughs> in Sioux Falls, Falls, so it could be a last name. And, anyway, um, it def- on, with respect to student housing, I think it definitely can play, play an impact on... Um, in fact, we, we have that at one of our properties. I think we spend a lot of efforts and time uh, put, putting together student activities, and, and given the sort of that market at, in Las Vegas, where I feel the students part of the attraction of our property was they were they kind of felt a little isolated because historically it was a commuter school. And, and they just want that sense of community. Want to get to know other students. Want to,
0: you know, yeah, uh, knock on their neighbor's door.
1: Yeah, knock on the neighbor's door, have some fun together. With purpose, it, yeah. it, it enhances their whole co- college experience at UNLV, and so I definitely think that's made a big difference. Um, especially when we, we, you know, we're competing against a, a other product that's um, a little, a little newer than ours, um, but we're doing much better than they are in terms of our, our performance. You know, as an example, we're pre 70% for next year. But you year. think that's resident. I think part of it is resonant because from a facility standpoint, the other competitor, they have bigger units. They have, they're just as new as ours, and, then, and they also have some nicer amenities than we do. But we're at 70. They're at, like, ten. So yeah. something has to explain that. It's, it's not just – I mean, there's definitely something has to do with operations yeah. and management and the experience. Also, I
0: think there's some location there, too. Like, you, their locations aren't the same.
1: Hard to say, but they're but they're both but both sides have as pluses and minuses. Yeah. Anyway, so so that's where I, a clear example where I think. I, I, yeah, I,
0: I would say that in general, in in I mean Las Vegas, it, when you think about it, it doesn't come to mind as like a place with not a lot of things to do. But for a college student, like going and spending, you know, one hundred fifty two hundred dollars at a club, while that's not a problem when you're a little older. When you a college student, that's actually kind of challenging. It's not that easy. And you might not be of age, whatever. And so like actually these events become really important. And I think as you get into more tertiary schools, maybe they're big schools still, these resident life events actually become like even bigger. Now on the other side, on the multifamily angle, whether it be market rate or even better, like let's just say luxury housing, I, I think it's really hard to quantify it. I mean, we saw this question and we debated it a little bit. It's just hard to say like, does, the Pizza Party in the middle of the month convince somebody that's on the fence to stay long i don't know I don't think so i think there there are much bigger factors at play, and people have rented for long enough time where they start to kind of parse down what's really important so yeah,
1: it's, it's 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 trickier right? Definitely. it's much like trickier with, with with you know market rate housing and and, yeah. and workforce housing whether is there that sense of community where they you know want to stay longer
0: yeah. I think for market housing, so much more of it's, like, really a budget decision. Yeah, I was going to say, there are other factors that really, really influence them. Like There's, like, price. these much bigger de- decision makers yeah. than, like, oh, yeah, this place is great, like, you know, a great book club yeah. or something. Yeah, or a <laughs> great pizza party. Although, I, you know, I have heard of some communities where they're, like, I, I've heard, we've talked about this a little bit. I've heard of some communities that, like, where they're either, like, age or ethnically driven, where these events actually, like, are, are like, a big deal. <laughs> but... Those are very niche communities.
1: Yeah, or I've seen some of those um, niche co-living communities, and we talked about yeah, where maybe that's a good example. They're, they're the there hybrid. because they provide, you know, a lot of single moms are living there, and there's a shared childcare. Yeah, thing shared and and other things whatever, yeah. that that really just helps everyone. Want, you know, it's really more of a community. Then, then it's very important. Yeah,
0: I would agree there. Um, all right, items of the week. Uh,
1: just a couple of fads. I, I was surprised to learn about. Um, smoking is back apparently oh really um yeah. you, you know so, you know smoking has been declining for years but in 2020 for the first time in 20 years um cigarette sales increased in the united states hmm. uh, went from uh 2.202 billion dollars to 203 billion dollars hmm. in 2020 um and so it's not like we don't know how you know health risks and all that but i think in this era of the pandemic people are you know it's it's become a more cooler you know cooler activity. It's something to do together, and maybe people are more willing to take the risk. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of their way of giving the finger to COVID. Yeah, let's go outside and smoke. That's why all these young people are smoking, yeah. huh?
0: So give the finger to the omicron. Yeah. Uh, my number was actually 580, and that's the number of players who played in the NBA this season, which is actually the most in <coughs> NBA history, and we're not even halfway through the season. And that is a direct result of coronavirus because as the team would have to like put players on protocols because they got in touch with somebody or they might have gotten COVID they would then have to replace them with like you know like somebody from a like their NBA minor league or a free agent or somebody was bagging groceries or whatever it was like the thing and so you've had like <coughs> this this massive number of like no-name players play this year or they've been pulling players from like out of retirement to come play so it's been yeah i
1: did notice that actually it's funny you say that that there are poor players i don't recognize yeah i just couldn't think it was just well maybe i just haven't been watching basketball as much Oh, it's not you it's not (laughs) you buddy it's the virus it's the virus (laughs) yeah
0: yeah 580 which is like i think like (coughs) we're not even halfway through the season which is like a over like 125 more than a normal season so a lot of randos playing nba this year (laughs) but that means we all got a chance uh all right i have a i had some good content on the um flight back where I didn't have a TV set, uh, unlike my uh, lay flat oh. friend over here. Uh, I downloaded The Tender Bar, which is a Amazon movie produced by the one and only George Clooney, <coughs> starring the one and only Ben N. Affleck. And uh, yeah, it was a good movie. It was, uh, about, um, it was about It was about. this uh, boy who, who kind of grew up with like a single mom type of deal. And then it was just like his His uncle was Ben Affleck, and he was just like a cool uncle that could kind of like, while he was not like some super successful dude, he could just kind of like feel for him. And like it was a good story. Um, Really nicely done and just well made. I would recommend it to everyone. Tender Bar. And you know, let me just tell you, a little tender, you're up in the airplane, you're up in the airplane, that cabin pressure, I'd hold it back. But I did. I did, I'd hold it back. I'd hold it back. But you know, cabin pressure's a bitch, man. (laughs)
1: Uh, so my mine is uh, interesting enough something I watched on the plane too oh. uh, well not, not as uh, emotional uh, be just an interesting man. movie called uh, Cabin The Protégé which was with uh, <laughs> Samuel Jackson Michael Keaton and a uh, female actress uh, Maggie Ooh. Q who's known for doing of a remake on. I think it's a Netflix series or Amazon series on uh, like a Nikita La Fenne of Nikita yes you, so lo- you love a, the Nikitas about a female assassin uh, raised by Samuel Jackson, so uh, very uh, good acting performance by actually by Michael Keaton. He was kind of intense. He's become yeah, a he's really like an intense so he's kind a of bad guy. Saw. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like his eyes like oh Michael Keaton. He's <laughs> got a little pep to his acting. Um, so it was, it was an entertaining movie that I. Uh, Watched um on my life lat. So yes, <laughs> I had, had yes. a good time at a good angle, huh? Yeah, good, nice good, angle. Good angle there, Drink
0: yeah. It, yeah, drinking that Arnold Palmer. Yes, or uh, <laughs> orange juice. Yes, yes. you're you you enjoying yourself. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, any upgrades for you this week, my friend?
1: uh no upgrades i mean w- yeah you know, well actually one upgrade i actually exercised at the hotel gym for the first oh, time <laughs> you, my like my you were future. inspired by me that's yes i inspired by you <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> yes. so you were accustomed. the next <laughs> yes. morning i woke up and it worked out oh good for you good so, so i, got I haven't done that in a while but it's yeah it's, uh, you know, i always good, bring the right? clothes but i haven't done it uh, good. in a while good so, to get, so, get in so there. it was good get a little
0: sweat to get a there good there and i guess on a personal
1: level i i uh Safety wise, I avoided attack from a bunch of fire ants. Yes, and you so, did. So yes, was, uh, well, yes, one of the many <laughs> so funny we, things you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, didn't yeah. realize I had stepped. We were looking at a land deal out in uh, McKinney, and I accidentally yes. stepped on a it, fire ant hill, and a bunch of fire ants started attacking me. Yes. <laughs> and which I didn't realize yes. that. But uh, one of the brokers with us saw what? it and start, immediately started knocking the ants off my, my <laughs> pants. Yes, yes. It was a,
0: it was quite a comical scene out there in, in McKinney, Texas. Yes. As, uh, yes, one old man was, was trying to help David with his pants, and it was quite a scene, quite a scene. I was wondering what was happening, and then I realized there was fire. Like, does he have some dust on his pants? Yeah. Uh, I, I, was, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't on. know what was going on. I was why is he doing that to your pants there? Um, yes, yeah, we also realized that David is a, he's a very funny guy, <laughs> so every two hours or so you can have a very funny moment with David, every about two hours. It's part right? of my charm. Part of the charm, <laughs> part, part of the affable, uh, affable young man that David is, um, my upgrade this week was you know, I, I think uh, I don't know if I really had any this week. I, I, I actually uh, got this juice drink, but I haven't really tested it fully, but it's like a green juice drink. You're supposed to have one in the morning. I'm just in the testing phase, so I'll have to get back to you guys on this one next week.
1: It's a different one from what you normally take. It's a different one, yeah. It's a different oh, okay. recipe.
0: There's some more stuff in there, spirulina and stuff like that. So I got to tell you, if it's stay, a too, real benefit. stay tuned. Next stay podcast, tuned, folks. We'll, stay we'll get tuned. The update. Stay tuned. We'll get you the update on uh, how this green juice is affecting my uh, my innards. Uh, all right, folks. Thank you, everyone. Uh, that is uh, uh, that is it for this week. We'll be back. Um, might be back early next week. We're we're going to be in Laguna for the IMN conference, but uh, hopefully we can get an episode before we head out. Um, and please do subscribe. Those are always very helpful. Any five-star ratings are much appreciated. You can find us on all the different podcast apps and continue sending us your questions. Uh, thank you again, Johnson. All right, folks, that's it for us. David, final last words? Uh, be safe, everyone, and uh, Happy New Year again, I guess. Happy New Year. Belated. How do you know, How do you know,